0: Good morning liberty
1: well what is up all of our liberty loving friends this is another fantastic episode of good morning liberty my name is nate thurston i'm the co-host of the program charlie's not here because this is a dumb Leap recap episode that's right you know it every single week we bring in, I don't know, maybe 10 of the dumbest things that happened that week. And then the people in the live group who joined up via joingml.com, they get to vote on what the dumbest thing is. And then at the end of the year, we bring it all together tournament style to decide what the dumbest thing said was in the entire year. It is a big deal, and it is always a very popular episode. So what we're going to do in this episode and many more like it. We are going to play you the time that we spent talking about this on the Dumb Leap episode, and this is going to be broken down. These episodes are going to be broken down by month. Once we decide what the winner per month is, there will not be a winner decided in this recap episode. All of that voting will take place in our private Discord server, which you can get to by going to joingml.com. We will decide what the winner of the month is, then we will divide those by quarter, the winner of Q1, 2, 3, and 4. We'll go together in the final four to decide what the Dumb Leap of the Year is. Coming up on December 30th, I believe. It will be next Friday. So enjoy listening to the recap. It's always fun to go back and see how we were talking about specific things almost a year ago. And remember some of the dumb that occurred. Have fun. Number five is going to be dedicated to
2: the future Supreme Court. What's weird is, real quick, I was just thinking about this. When the Titanic was sinking, how, who all went to the rescue boats? It was all men, all white men, apparently, right? You no,
1: know, I, you know, I saw that part of the movie, and it seems like it wasn't.
2: No, S- women and children. Hmm. Mm,
1: yeah, that's weird. Of the rich people first. Yeah. Rich uh, by the way, yeah. so there was definitely class privilege for <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. On, on but the I didn't Titanic. see.
2: I didn't see female on that list. of no. Privilege, no, none of those so. things. But anyway, in a
1: completely unrelated conversation, we'll move on to future Supreme Court Justice Jackson, who was literally. I'm just saying. I'm just going to say right now. Literally was picked basis based on the color of her skin and the sex that she identifies as. Mm-hmm. Judge Jackson, Judge Jackson endures questioning with racial overtones from GOP senators. You we can't bring race into this thing. <laughs> Surely, you can't bring race into this. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> Not that it was like one of the two. Okay. Three needed to be a judge. It was a woman and was black. So, so have
2: to be a judge to be nominated. Screen that's screen, true, by the way.
1: Actually, that's true. So just one of the two.
2: They just wanted a woman, a black, or a woman of color. So there's what they wanted. They there's wanted a WOC.
1: Two qualifications. One of them had to do specifically with her race. But if you asked if any question, could have had a racial overtone, then the GOP is just being racist. Now, listen, I think the... Was it not
2: racist to pick her because of the color of her skin? I mean, does... I don't know. I don't know anymore, man. I'm not saying. I I mean, she's perfectly qualified. I have no problem with there being a black female judge or all of nine of them being black female judges. You would say that. Yeah. I don't care about Mm -hmm. that.
1: I bet you don't. Yeah.
2: Now, I think,
1: I don't think the republic. it's not that I think everything was just went way overboard. I don't think the Republicans played this very well. Listen, she's going to get confirmed. Okay. So we know that she's going to get confirmed. Mm -hmm. So there's really only a bad outcome for Republicans on this. That's the only, if I were just running the political parties, I would say any, anything where it could have been interpreted to be racist or go too far or be treating her differently or whatever. I don't think there's any benefit to those things because she's going to get confirmed. She's going to be, she's going to be on there. I think this would have been a time for them to just lay off and, and be nice, actually, and everyone could just understand that there's nothing they could do about it. Anyways, the first black woman nominated to the high court, Jackson, also bears certain burdens that have become evident during her confirmation hearings. She's been subjected to questioning from some Republicans on the Senate Judiciary Committee that has been explicitly or implicitly all about race. She has been, even though well, we already talked about it, why'd she get nominated? She's been asked about critical race theory and the history of America's slave-holding past and whether she's been too lenient in her sentencing as a trial judge, issues that are cultural flashpoints in today's caustic political debate, but the first two of which have little to do with actual work of the Supreme Court. See, the first two were critical race theory and the history of America's slave-holding past. Now, I don't think critical race theory is one that has little to do with the Supreme Court because we'll likely see... A lot of cases in the future on things like that. The grilling she has experienced is a reminder that Black Americans are seen and often judged through a different lens than White Americans, and that they also have life experiences that White Americans do not share. So looking at people differently,
2: which God, Nate, Nate, you have life experiences yeah. that I don't. Yeah, I know. I don't, we all we don't have
1: share. different, and oh, I mean. Literally, we just went through a whole list of reasons that you should look at white people and judge them differently, but whatever, that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We're speaking from a position of waning power. <laughs> <But> you, have,
2: <laughs> you have no idea what it's like to be six, seven, and five eights, yeah, and have people no idea. question the validity of your height <laughs> all the time, question whether or not you play basketball every single day as if, like, that's just something you do if you're tall, yeah, which I mean. You know, more often than not, people who are really good at basketball are tall because it makes it makes it easier to get to the hoop Mm. since it's ten foot in the air. You know? That ain't uh, true
1: for old Muggsy.
2: You have no idea. Yeah. You have no idea what that's like. So you don't understand what I go through, (laughs) Nate. You couldn't possibly understand me. But
1: we that's not part of the classifications that we're gonna use today, Charlie, when we're talking about that. But if the hearings lack the ultimate drama of what of some in the past they have been revelatory, nonetheless, providing yet another window into how race shapes and sometimes distorts perceptions and attitudes. For the first black woman nominated to the Supreme Court, that has been a price to be paid. Mm. I mean, listen, they hey, yeah, a lot of questions. We didn't have a like a Kavanaugh type hearing here, did we? You guys remember that freaking spectacle that went on? Jeez, this is e- this is one of the easiest things I've ever done. Come on, you guys remember that thing? It was ridiculous. Now, they'd ask her really, really tough questions. Tough, tough questions, really hard ones. Like, uh, can you provide a definition for the word woman? Now, that's, you know, that's ridiculous. The courts have nothing to do with men and women. There's no cases having to do with any of that stuff, right? Well, like, really whatsoever. That never happens. Let's just listen to a little bit of how that went. Let's see if the sound is set up. I don't know. Who knows?
0: Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? N- not in okay. this context. So I'm believe not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition? Senator, in my work
2: as a judge, what I do is I address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, people make arguments, and I look at the right. law, and I decide. Well, so I'm not... the fact that you
0: can't give me a straight answer about something as fundamental as what a woman is underscores the dangers of the kind of progressive education that we are hearing about
1: just last week. and in
2: Okay. That's
1: enough of that. I don't really like anything
2: content. Not that I love Marsha Blackburn, by the way. <laughs> no.
1: She's our senator. Yes. Ugh. Ter- terrible. Yeah. Terrible on most things. Okay. Now, there are, I pulled, I screenshot the definitions because I do assume that these will be changing sometime. Now, I don't expect her to just show up with actual definitions of things. You know, you could just say, like I don't, I don't have the definition. What do you think it is? I don't know. So I pulled up a well, few Well, what Joe
2: Bizzle says here, female is biology, woman is social.
1: So. Yeah, it is interesting though. So on that point, right there, on that point, let me uh, try and get this. Eh, that'll be fine. Right there. Woman, number one right here, an adult female human. Now there's also women considered as a group and an adult female human belonging to a specified occupation group, nationality and other category. So it says adult female human in there. So I was like, you know what I better do? I better look up what the definition of female is. Mm -hmm. We better check that out. Now, like I said, I don't expect her to just have all these definitions ready to go. Right. You know, but uh, I do think that's going to be important in the Supreme court coming up female of, or denoting the sex that produces ova or bears young. Uh-oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's an issue. You see why I screenshot these things? Yeah. you know, consisting of members of this sex, uh, characteristic appropriate to this sex in humans and other animals. Okay, so that's going to be dangerous. We're going to have to get rid of that. So I was like, okay, what's the definition of sex? So I then I searched sex in my browser, and it said, "Well, okay, you know what the first one is? Let's see either of the two divisions.: that's What
2: happens on the Discovery Channel?
1: Either of the two divisions designated female and male, by which most organisms are classified on the basis of their reproductive organs and functions.
2: Oh, so it's based on your reproductive organs and mm. how those function. Well, isn't is isn't that to something?
1: I don't know if we have to. I I don't know if we have to say anymore. But I I couldn't give two s words with anyone defines themselves as or calls themselves or anything I'll even use the pronouns you know why because I don't give shit yeah. and I just want to move on to what I do care about so if you just want me to say it who cares yeah I, I don't care all right so you I'm know I'm saying it we talk about Leah Thomas I'll say her we talk about uh, I'm not saying know, it. it's a, whoever else, the famous transgender people, whatever, I'll say her. I'm still gonna argue that it's really dumb for Leah Thomas to be competing so you, against biological women. So you would say that you would say really thin pancakes. I would well, now if I were compelled by law, by force to say it, then then no. I'm, I'm not saying it. If they wouldn't have had, like, the vaccine, if they wouldn't have had the vaccine laws and mandates, <laughs> I would have gotten the vaccine because I don't have any, like, deep-down yeah. fears or anxiety about the vaccine itself as a medication or anything. I would have gotten it. I literally decided not to because of the yeah. element of force behind it. Yeah. So I'm risking my life every day because of now, this. Now,
2: I do want to point out, are there human beings that do, that do have a genetic... Chromosome pattern that is not XX or XY. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Very, very rare, by the way. So there are people who have different chromosome patterns that do not equal the standard male or female XX or XY, and so that does happen. But those are very rare in biology, and so you could you can make a case that you know scientifically that not everybody is in one of those two camps and that's yeah. true by the way that does happen but it's so rare it's so rare now that in animal if you talk if you take all the animals and all humans and all that it's so rare that it it shouldn't matter in the definition between male and female
1: now what you just said is not rooted in science Charlie, because we talk to science. Exactly. Okay. This is all connected to Katanji Brown-Jackson and this whole woman thing. From USA Today, Marsha Blackburn asked Katanji Brown-Jackson to the fine woman, science says there's no simple answer. You're over here trying to act like there's some kind of simple answer.
2: This is science.
1: Yeah. So they talk to science. So if you think that there is a simple answer, then you're anti-science. Okay, so we know that. We don't have to dispute that anymore. Scientists, gender law scholars, and philosophers of
2: biology. <laughs> <laughs> philosophers did, of biology. They did a fact check. On said Jackson. Jackson's
1: response was commendable, though perhaps misleading. It's useful, they say, that Jackson suggested science could help answer Blackburn's questions. But they note that a competent biologist. Competent. Competent. <laughs> a competent biologist would not be able to offer a definitive answer either. Scientists agree. (laughs) Nine out of 10 scientists agree. There is no sufficient way to clearly define what makes someone a woman. And with billions of women on the planet, there's much variation. Mm. (laughs) No idea what a woman is. So the problem, they're trying to actually help right here because she said, I'm not a biologist. Now, that answer means that there is an answer in biology as to what is a man, what is a woman. That is very problematic. But
2: all of those biologists are incompetent. Yes. So she yeah. should have said, I'm not a competent biologist. <laughs> and that would have helped the case because the competent biologists, they all agree. Yeah. We have no idea how to clearly define a woman, because with billions of them on the planet, there's so much variation, we couldn't tell you. Yep. Now, it doesn't matter that 99.99% of them have an X and Y chromosome. No. It's that 0.01%. Those are the ones that, those variations that we can't make a clear definition at all. Whatsoever. Okay, Uh, there was another thing I was gonna... You know, this makes me mad for the feminists. Yeah. It really does. You know, I feel like... I feel like women should be so angry about what's happening, and but you know what? It's also no surprise. It's literally no surprise because it's like th- we talked about like them the the snake eating its own tail.
1: I'm screenshotting this post from uh, who posted this. Let me see. Matt posted this. Good.
2: Go ahead. I'm just making a point. Yeah. So we talked about this a lot that eventually because they're so logically inconsistent that they're going to destroy each other Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what's happening i mean it's just it's it's obvious the
1: major hope i have for the future is that this ideology will eventually eat itself that's it will will destroy itself it's
2: it's happening yeah right now it's
1: already choking on its tail Mm -hmm. at the moment it's actually halfway up the body from what i can tell yeah and so eventually it will i think cease to exist because it'll destroy itself like it always has
2: can't, so. And the only way they're going to try to control it is by what they're, I mean, what they're doing now, which is taking people down and, you know, calling it misinformation and all these types of things. But the, I think, you know, what gives me hope, if I could white pill this in any way, is that I think we're too far advanced to, for those types of things to happen. Like people have... You mean like I'm, the atrocities and stuff, like all the? No, what I mean is stuff? like, okay, they got rid of Alex Jones, but the guy still has two and a half million followers, yeah, on different platforms like Underground. I think we're too far advanced; like we can bring things to scale so much faster. Whereas, like you know, in the fifties, you could control the, like the newspaper or whatever, let's say, and you could push a, a certain narrative. And now, to a large degree, they have been really good at controlling the narrative, but you have all of these factions popping up. Like libertarians and different podcasts and Joe Rogan and all these people that can actually compete with the mainstream narrative and be like, yeah, well, that's ridiculous. There's a lot of people who's going to think that's ridiculous. And the more you try to pass these types of laws and stuff, we're not going to stand for it.
1: The non-white pill part of that is, sure, they might not be able to take down Joe Rogan or Alex Jones, but what about the next people who would have been the next Joe Rogan or Alex Jones? You know, those people that are just little, little kids right now, and they're going to grow up to inspire hatred all across the globe. You know, they might not be able to do that because of these barriers that end up getting set up. But any, anyhow, that's, that's all number five. Number nine, Stacey Abrams. Everyone's very concerned about the situation going on right now in Russia, especially Stacey Abrams. She's very concerned that you're going to forget about her during this time and forget about the election that was stolen and forget about democracy, which we're losing. And essentially everyone who is going for these voting restrictions, they're just like Russia. I'll just let her tell you guys the story. She tells it so beautifully.
0: We are a stronger nation when we allow people to participate. And if we ever doubted that, the war that Putin is waging against Ukraine, President Zelensky said, and I'm gonna paraphrase him probably
1: poorly, he said, this isn't a war on Ukraine. This is a war on democracy in Ukraine. When we allow democracy to be overtaken by those who want to choose who can be heard, Mm -hmm. and those choices are not based on anything other than animus or inconvenience, then that is wrong. Okay. Those are definitely words. I just fact-checked, and she definitely said words. That's true. One thing that always annoys me is people who are so serious about this not taking situations actually seriously. Like, people like, oh, this is not not meaning to talk about this, but Kaepernick talking about the NFL Combine being just like slavery, essentially. You're not really taking the problem seriously. You're You're actually reducing slavery down to something where people were getting paid millions of dollars based on their ability to freely choose to do something, you know. And... Now, we're using the situation where Russia is invading Ukraine. You've got this oligarchy, which is made up of people that were well-connected inside of the Russian government, taking over all the means of production and keeping all the wealth for themselves and controlling the election. you got Putin, who's been president for 22 years now, I think, something around those. That's just like what Republicans are trying to do. When you look around our country, you see what Volensky's talking about right now. Uh, This really is a war on democracy happening, and what a perfect, perfect time for people on the left to take a talking point that they've been pushing for the last year or so, a couple years now, and use the Russia-Ukraine situation to further their own political goals. Now we're switching bases a little bit here and talk about the U.S. Constitution, And I know libertarians, a little bit mixed and matched on the Constitution Mm. sometimes. Was it perfect? Well, it allowed us to get to the point that we're at right now. And so that's not great. But it has worked pretty well over the time since it was signed. We'll just say that. 240 years ago or, uh, you know, whatever, eight score and 90 years.
2: If we could get back to the Constitution, I think that that would be a pretty good America. Yeah, that's a good goal. Yeah. Like if you want I'll to say set i we out, can't go past that. I'm just saying like, let's at least get there. There's a train. One of the stops is the
1: Constitution. It keeps going though for everyone who wants to go past mm-hmm. that. And so let's all ride on the train towards the Constitution together.
2: That's a good plan. Yeah, and well, the train can go two ways, the, towards the Constitution or to hell.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's the only places it goes. Those are <laughs> your options right there. Okay, let's, let's see what, let's see, Ellie, Ellie Mistel? He's got a book. He's out here selling. Good job on the selling. Let's see what he had to say right here
0: you can understand the laws that govern this country and you can understand how Republicans are obviously trying to manipulate those laws to take away the rights of minorities, women, the LGBTQ community, you can see it all and I try to explain it all in ways that people can understand so that we can fight them.
2: I have to tell you, I loved this book so very much. The first chapter, canceling trash people is not a constitutional crisis. (laughs) Chapter nine, the taking of black land was another favorite of mine and reverse racism is not a thing. I just think it's fantastic fantastic. So, let me I live in Florida so I'm like on ground zero of where all of this is happening. I'm I'm out of my mind about the bills banning conversations about yeah. race and ethnicity and and LGBTQ just even mentioning gender identity in primary schools. But some will say okay so are you arguing for throwing out the Constitution? Should the Constitution be thrown out? What do we do? Is it a living document is it a,
0: or is it a sacred document? It's certainly not sacred. All right, let's start there. <laughs> the Constitution is kind of trash. <laughs> well, let's just, again, let's just talk as adults for a second. What did you say? It's what? It's, it's kind trash of trash. trash. It, was, it was written by slavers and colonists and white people who were willing to make deals with slavers and colonists. They didn't ask anybody look like me what they thought about the Constitution. Mm-hmm. They didn't say, oh, Jim, come over here. What do you think about this old Constitution? No. Well, Massa, I sure so don't like how you. So my children, but I gotta say, this King George, he needs to be stopped. Yeah. My, my grandpa used to say, ain't no taxation without representation for massa. Like That's not what happened. Okay. Right? This document was written without the consent of black and brown people in this country and without the consent of women in this country. And I say if that, that if that is the starting point, mm-hmm. the very least we can do is ignore what those slavers and colonists and misogynists thought and interpret the Constitution in a way that makes sense for our modern world. That's so the we start-
2: Even though... Okay. Even though, let me first start off and say that there were some bad things during that period of time. Absolutely. That's self-evident. Taxation. That's why they Obviously. did the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. But the way the Constitution is written actually protects minorities. Yeah. it's a- The whole thing is about protect- protecting Minority minorities against the majority. Once they that's true. Now, of course, there was still
1: slavery at the at the time. When was it? Seventeen eighty seven, six, something like that. I can't remember when they when that officially
2: seventeen eighty seven. I'd said it's a
1: I don't one of those years out there. I don't really know which one it was. Yeah, of course, there was slavery at that time. The people a lot of people who signed it did have slaves, of course. Does that make the principles that were lined out in the Constitution,
2: less true. Sorry, June 21st, 1788. 88. 88. We were all wrong. We were all in between it. Okay. I mean, the I Constitution guess was ratified on June 21st, 1788. It became the official document of the government of the United States of America. How about that? Mm-hmm.
1: So, what the, my question was, Charlie, given the fact that there was slavery at that time, does it make the constitution the principles inside of it less valuable or less true okay so they fixed the slavery part all right they fixed the women's rights part you know because on the it basis wasn't in of sex. it
2: wasn't in <clears throat> accordance with the constitution <laughs>
1: yeah so they fixed all that stuff all right so what about using the constitution makes f- the protection from the government of free speech your right to defend yourself religion, stuff like that, privacy, cruel and unusual punishment, trial by jury, whatever, all, you know, stuff like that, you know, the thing mm. that's in there, mm. it's in the, it's in there, it's in the, it's in the whole thing in there. What, what about, what about it makes all of that stuff just invalid is what I want to know. Because those people had slaves, the idea that we should have freedom of speech protected from the government is an invalid argument. Yeah, because they were bad
2: people. Okay, yeah. This I is gotcha. this is this would be this is the same thing as saying. And I like what Todd here, Todd Todd in the live group said. He never mentioned a single part of the Constitution he disagreed with. Yeah, that's and, true. And that whole thing, it was just, well, white slave owners wrote it, so therefore we can't listen to it. Mm-hmm. That would be like saying we can't listen to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s words because he was a womanizer.
1: Yeah, you know, like you, when you put up a statue of him, you're celebrating
2: all the stuff that he did in his personal yeah. life, apparently. You have to separate <laughs> the Ukrainian wheat from the Russian chaff, okay? That's what you have to do. Separate yeah. the wheat from the chaff. The, because the ideas and the foundations and the principles of the Constitution has led to where we are now, which is the least amount of racism ever in the history of America. Despite what the news would Despite tell what they would, yeah. yeah, despite what the news would tell you. You can't just throw things out because people did certain things yeah right that you dis- that you disagree with like I support the Constitution and I disagree with all the bad things that those people did I think women should have always had the right to vote I think that black people should have never been slaves I think that I- I'm against all of those things and still think that the foundations and the principles of our forefathers was wise beyond their years and that, True, sure, because they were very young. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that they set up a system, a a place that created the greatest country the world has ever seen, provided the most amount of freedom, and has protected minorities that everyone has adopted or used uh, as a way to protect their citizens. Sorry for that interruption right there.
1: Yeah, I, I think that this is a... I think that that point from Todd was really good. He... Like you said, he didn't mention a thing in the Constitution he disagreed with. He, all he said was that the people who wrote it were bad. Mm. So that must mean that you shouldn't have freedom of speech or the right to defend yourself or anything like that.
2: And he was yeah. pretty funny doing different voices and
1: stuff. Yeah, no, he did. He, he, yeah. It was good it was as far as like a comedy routine would go. Mm. You know, it was entertainment for sure. Okay, this was a late entry. That was Dumb Leap number six, by the way.
2: So this is from Senator Megan Hunt. She's got a mask on on her Twitter, at least, which is nice. I don't see a mask. Not in her mm. picture. and I'm saying the mask emoji.
1: Oh, the mask emoji. Mm-hmm. <clears> then <throat> she used the yellow emoji, which uh, let's just not even get into what that, mm-hmm. that means. I don't
2: know what kind of a racial assertion she's making with that. She tweets, owning a gun isn't a God-given right. It's a slave-owning, misogynistic, founding father-given right. I'm not against 2A. But be real. The Constitution was written by people. White supremacists and racists. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Today I'm filibustering a bill that would allow concealed carry without training or a permit. So now, so this is, you guys remember why we harp so much on speech and language and why it's important that they're saying certain things. And all of this stuff, it's not because Nate and I have a crystal ball and we can actually see the future, um, although it's pretty close to that. <laughs> it's because, basically the same thing. Because a lot of... You go back and listen like two years ago. We say things like, why does this matter? Whatever we were harping on about the time, we're like, why does this matter? And we say it matters is because they will eventually use this mm-hmm. to start doing things like this. So the fact... And now you can call anything racist and you can dismiss anyone. The, 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 statues being torn down and stuff, you know, you can erase history. These people own slaves. Therefore you tear them down, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I hate white people. It, why does all that matter? Because now they can say, well, 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 you know, this document that our whole country is founded on was written by slave owners. Therefore we don't have to listen to it. Don't have to listen to it. It's, it's not a natural right that you have. It was slave owners who gave you this right, therefore we can take it away. Yeah, that's why all of that stuff is so important. It's so important because this type of shit starts to happen. And I told you it was going to happen, and Nate told you it was going to happen. <laughs> now it's happening.
1: We told you it was going to. And the problem is, you know it. You can't, you can't look back and say, oh, well, you know, it was okay to have slaves back then. It was still wrong, okay? And even they knew it was wrong, all right? But they wrote about how it was wrong. You can still listen to things that that person wrote, and there's another whole section of this that I'll get into here in a sec, but you can still listen to things that that person wrote and still know that those things are true, even if they did do other things. You can't only take the writings of perfect individuals throughout history. Because there, there won't be any unless it's a, in red in and, the Bible.
2: And yet she's employed by a government who, is, who has murdered at least a million brown people over yeah, the
1: last that's, 20 years. Don't worry about that. That's not so, a big deal. The other side of the Constitution doesn't give you rights. Senator Megan, she said, owning a gun is not a God-given right. It's a slave-owning, misogynistic, founding father-given right. It wasn't a given Right. They said that they were going to protect you from the government taking it away from you. Okay? Well,
2: so, God. so God-given is implied that it's a natural yes. right. Like it comes yeah. from outside of government. But
1: she's still saying, no. It's they, omnipotent. That's not where it came from. It came from the Founding Fathers' right in the Constitution, and they gave you that right. No, the Constitution just says they're going to protect you from you. You still have the right. It doesn't even matter if you delete the entire Constitution. You still have that right, whether or not it's even protected by the government. And I won that right this weekend! <laughs> so... Anyhow, I'm
2: trying to take my raffle rifle,
1: still a fundamental misunderstanding of what they were trying to do without their constitution from a senator, nonetheless, but that I guess that doesn't actually matter. That, does anything matter anymore? I don't think it does. Mm-mm. It doesn't matter. I hope you enjoyed this recap episode. Once again, you can vote on these to get to a dumb leap of the year by going to join gml.com. It's $6 per month. There's a bunch of really fun people in the group. We have tons of different channels uh, pertaining to different subjects. You can post news. We have a dumb bleep channel. We got a meme channel. We got stuff where people just talk about stuff that's off topic. And then, of course, you get to watch for all of our live episodes throughout the week. So that's joingmail.com. That's where you listen. And if you're not going to do that, you might as well make sure you're here. For Dumb Bleep of the Year, which is going to be on December 30th. Thank you.